Hello and welcome, you wonderful being. <laughs> I welcome you today to a special podcast episode. Actually, this is a Instagram live that I did recently, and as you can read by the title, it kind of like goes along with what your purpose here on earth is and how your name plays into that and how it can give you some clues so just stay open-minded and take from it whatever you want and toss whatever doesn't sit right with you um, and at the end I also go into a little bit of a Q&A going a little bit more deeply into the universe and the energies and how everything's kind of like playing out together so also here's something to listen to and to let your mind wander and yeah this is something that i want to do more to be in exchange with you not just me talking to you know this microphone or talking to a screen stuff like that but to really be with you talk to you really get to know what moves you what triggers you what um, makes you feel scared so please let me know in you know in instagram via chat everything that you want me to talk about any feedback anything this episode elicited within you okay I'm holding a space for all of us, but I'm holding a space for you specifically right now. So come to me. <laughs> give me your energy and I'm going to give you my energy. It's an, it's an exchange process that's going to happen. But yes, okay, here we go. <laughs> Have fun listening to this episode and I cannot wait to, yeah, to talk to you again, beautiful soul. I have my trusted book here <laughs> hello 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 i am excited that you're here and i cannot wait yeah to talk to you to bring you a little bit of uh, wisdom so if you've got any questions of course you can do so but i'm basically here to give you a little drop of knowledge and i basically leave again <laughs> okay <laughs> So today I want to talk about the importance or basically also the name that you have right now here in this incarnation, you know, the ones that you are and the meaning behind it, yeah, that the your name that you have, that you kind of like manifest, and I'll come to that in a second, is kind of like telling you your purpose here on earth <laughs> and this is very exciting and it really opens up for this beautiful journey you can go on to really explore and to really see and to really feel into what it is what you came here on earth to do to be to experience okay so this whole teaching actually comes from like a kabbalah wisdom yeah from the kabbalah teachings and just a little excursive i've got my notes here uh, if i ever like look down there but this teaching of like you have the name and your name is telling you um what you came here to do to experience is coming from a jewish tradition um but this kind of like kabbalah actually predecedes everything 
um, of like all of the known religions that we have. Okay, so it's really the set of esoteric teachings and it really teaches the relationship between everything that's kind of like unchanging, that's very mysterious, that is God, you know, the infinite, and the relationship between the finite, the mortal, the finite universe, you know, kind of like us, <laughs> everything that starts and ends, and basically the relationship between both of them, yeah? So teachings like these, they always come back. Uh, you will see them pretty much everywhere. They just have different names to them, okay? So let me come to the name. <laughs> so the name that you have gotten, um, I mean, this is a concept that you can believe in or not. It's really up to you. Um, and also the names that you give these different sources is also really up to you. Um, but also here it comes back. So how does your name define or give you hints in what you got brought here to do? Well, it is believed, again, in this Kabbalah mythology that when you die in like a past life, your soul or the essence or whatever you want to call it really goes back to the source, to this like infinite and goes and writes into its journal basically. Okay, so it's going up <laughs> into the source, to God, to the universe again, whatever you want to call it. And then it writes down into its journal, kind of like here, you know, into this like a spiritual, um, infinite journal. And it writes down everything that you or that soul has lived through in that lifetime. So it can be all the teachings, everything that they loved, everything that they didn't like, um, everything that they learned. And then they also write down what they would love to experience more or expand on more or learn more in the next incarnation, right? So when the soul basically chooses to go back on Earth to explore um, even more to explore even deeper what it actually means to be a human being right so there's this whole concept of like old souls and young souls coming into play but it really chooses who this soul gets incarnated by right so it really chooses the mother it kind of like chooses the father as well and with that it also chooses its name because the name has the meaning right and then this soul or it's like energy travels to that person it wants to be incarnated by because it wants to experience and learn all of the things that are that will be happening. So it's kind of like already written out and is going to the mom and be like, hey, my name is going to be that and that. Or it's going to the dad as being like, hey, my name or the name of the baby needs to be this or it's going to friend or grandparents whoever um, basically has the idea of like oh wait a second this child should get that name or I always wanted my child to get this name right so it's it's this knowing it's something that comes from outside of you that all of a sudden gives that child its name so again, you can believe in it, you cannot believe in it, it really, you know, it doesn't change that much, but 
I just found it so, so, so interesting. So of course, <laughs> I went into this whole um, figuring out what my name actually means. And you really want to look at all of the names. So um, my name is Tanya Roschala. I don't have a middle name, but if you have a middle name, you also want to um, look it up. Um, Reza says, when we die, there's no time, no place, no material meaning. So there's no name because we unite with the source. Of course, yeah, your soul doesn't have a name. <laughs> okay, so it's really when we incarnate, when we become something, when we are, again, like here in time, in place, becoming material, right? Through this creation, through this birthing process, we are identified, okay? Yes, my name. I'm going to come to that. It's very interesting. So I want you to actually look that up. Okay, so my name is Tanya. It's my first name. <laughs> and it means, I was really surprised when I was looking that up, but it means fairy queen. <laughs> I know, right? Um, but it also means um, to rescue, you know, that I'm here to like rescue uh, people for salvation, deliverance, to give people basically what they need, what they want. Um, and then you can travel as far down as you want to. Uh, for example, with like the numerology, Tanya has a numerology number one, which also means um, that I'm or Tanya's are determined, independent, which is a big one for sure. Um, it's a blessing and a curse at the same time, I would say. So again, it shows you the shadow sides as well. But yeah, I'm very independent to the point where I felt in the past I had to do everything on my own and uh, it had quite a lot of things that didn't go right there because I, you know, I just pushed everybody away. Um, but it also means, or Tanya's are leaders headed for success, charismatic personality once it comes up. <laughs> so that's Tanya, fairy queen, but wait a second, it gets really, really intense as well. So my mom's maiden name is Weiss. So I'd call it, it's white in German basically, but it also means wise and clever experience, kind of like the wise um, man or, you know, the men, the people with white hair, um, which I feel like is very, like it goes together with the coming to rescue and salvation and deliverance, being wise and experienced in a sense. Um, so if you like, my soul has already experienced quite uh, some things, but then the actual name that I have um, which is a quite weird name in that sense, isn't it? Actually, only 127 people in the whole world have the name Nochalo. So it's quite special in itself. <laughs> um, but it's like a Dutch, old Dutch name. And when you kind of like, it couldn't find a real definition for Nochalo, but I kind of like, dissected it so you have the first word which is not or yeah not schale not so you have the nut um which also ties into like trees and then you have the second one which is um the schale so it's like the hole or the husk okay so it's kind of like um yeah the hole the husk of a nut so I was totally like looking into that and um, 
my dad also found some ancestor or one ancestor of mine who actually lived in a tree. <laughs> so very secluded, very separate from everybody. Um, which also ties into this like, um, what was it, you know, to be like, kind of like rescue salvation in and of itself um, by trees. Actually, um, oh, no, wait a second. There's actually one thing of like Nochala, which also means to be independent, being fortunate. Oh, no, I forgot. Yes, there's actually this saying in English um, of people who live in a tree, I think it was, um, means that they're very independent and they're being fortunate and they have very good luck. <laughs> so this person like living in a tree, Reza asked them, really? Yes, there actually was this person um, who was very, you know, secluded living in a tree. I was like, why is that? But um, no, they did not build a house on the trees. Well, maybe it was. I don't really know. It was like really, really far back, right? Um, but they were living in a tree somehow. <laughs> maybe it was a, a tree uh, or a house in the tree. Could be. <laughs> but when we take a look at um, the trees, they're actually ancient living beings. So again, it ties into being experienced, being wise. Um, and... Yes, they have great wisdom and actually they produce the oxygen that we need to live. That's interesting, isn't it? Because it also ties back in with Tanya um, rescuing, um, delivering, you know, giving something that we actually need. Um, and then when we go to the walnut, it is a symbol for needing to pursue growth. Moving forward, nuts um, are the feeling or are the, the image of fertility as well. And what is also very interesting is that the nut also symbolizes the end product of flowering. Okay, so flowering coming into bloom is like the maiden phase of this feminine journey, but then once we Mm, and that this flowering, there's like a product after, you know, it can be fruit, which is more of this like luscious and divine and sacred and sexual and sensual. But then I feel like nuts, this is my interpretation now, <laughs> is more of the thing that's more hard and sturdy and actually isn't breaking open so easily. Yeah, so it's again coming back into this wisdom, cleverness, experience, um, determined, very independent, um, yeah, had it kind of like for success, right? So it's really this Tanya and this Noshala ties in with the wise as well. Um, and so for me, this really gives me, well, it's not that it's like the only wisdom and it's the only thing you need to live by, right? Like with anything on this planet that you hear make up your own mind um, but it gives you a sense of who you are what your soul came here to be yeah so for me I can really say this and um, that I'm here to deliver something it's not really clear what um, I 
Reza says this is like a journey of human beings from a seed to make fruits. Yeah, right? We're here to experience, to live, to go through all of these processes until we can finally come into this like after flowering state will become wise and open and not so hard to in, uh, not so easy to influence sorry right so this is really my path and my path has found me <laughs> and when you really trust and you just let go a little bit um this universe is like guidance is giving you what you came here to be and this can change there were um, questions about what happens when you marry and you receive another name do you research on that it's highly probable that you met that person for a reason as well right and to really explore what that um, union can mean to you how it feels and what kind of like how it ties into your purpose as well so it's very very interesting again it's not the whole truth of course like everything but i really want you to look at everything all the things that you can get tied in shake it around and you become the um alchemist of everything like of knowledge of information and then kind of like it's on you to decide what you want to do and how you want to move forward, isn't it? <laughs> so I saw that someone, Reza says, it reminds me of a novel, Swiss family romance, and they build a house on a tree. I should look into that, definitely. <laughs> um, but Reza said that my name means approval or a person who accepts fast. Well, I would also ask you to look into all the different names that you have. You know, if you have a middle name, um, your last name, and stuff like that. And I'm kind of like seeing how this could tie into. And the beauty with this is we do not have to know with our mind. It's this very masculine, very linear approach that we have been taught. But you do not have to know. This is amazing. You just, you know, you do your research, you let it sit with you. And if it doesn't feel right, you toss it out. <laughs> and that's completely fine. Um, but to really just feel into your heart, feel into your your belly as well, right? And really do your research and how this ties into you. Yeah. Okay. So, Reza also, oh, that's why people were sensitive about the future partner's name in ancient Middle East. Well, I actually do not know about that, but it could definitely be. <laughs> it could definitely be um, that they were, yeah, more connected to, um, to these, like, ethereal energies that are out there, right? Um, we have been so much more connected to this more feminine way of living to these more subtle energies that are all around us instead of always just thinking with our mind of how can we make the most profit how can we have like the best outcome or the most security with you know a partner that makes more money and whatever that is um but to really come back into this feeling into this wisdom of our body of all sort of things that are outside of us and not only the thing that our mind is kind of like telling us to do, right? 
So this is very, very beautiful and very important. And it's not a super easy way to live by because it's kind of like going against the society that we have built for us hundreds of years, within hundreds of the years or even thousands of years, okay? So of course it feels weird, it feels scary, it feels different, um, difficult even, but it's so beautiful, it's so worth it, yeah? And just all of these different energy firms, you know, the thing with the mind now, or the name now, just beautifully ties into all of these teachings, doesn't it? Um, I also have this belief I'm going to do another live or podcast or whatever it is about this as well, because I've been talking about that with my partner for really, really long. Um, that we, as we choose our name and we choose who in what family we're being birthed into, incarnated into, we choose the life that we need to learn. Yeah? And in my understanding, <laughs> it is that young souls are more struggling here on this planet um, just because they haven't learned integrated seeing a lot of things so they're just kind of like how do i live how am i a human being how do i go through this process with all of these emotions with all of these hardships with all of these challenges but then um as older that your soul gets the more lives it lives the more perspectives it sees the more able it gets at moving around in this world that's um, really getting and manifesting the things it wants, right? Um, so we're here to learn, and that's basically all you've got to do, <laughs> is to live your life and learn the things from it, and not seeing it, it is so serious that you need, you know, you need to build up an empire or something. If it happens to you, and that's the lesson you want and you need to learn this lifetime, amazing. But it will come. To you. Okay. Reza asks, is that possible that a name has two parts of good and bad aspects like what ancient people believed? Yes. I mean, feel into it, but yes, everything is good and bad. Everything is masculine and feminine. Everything is light and dark. Without the negative, for example, there would be no positive. Because we wouldn't know what it would be. There would just be nothing. Without light, we wouldn't know dark. Without the masculine aspects, we wouldn't know feminine aspects. Right? So we need both. And we could also interpret, as I said before, you know, my name Tanya means fairy queen, um, and it means to be independent, rescue, salvation, deliverance. So we can interpret that as very good, you know. I'm here to show people their shadow sides, for example, to give them release, to come into this more relaxed, feminine, embodied way of living. But at the same time, we can also interpret that in a quite negative way, isn't it, right? Could also be that I'm feeling I'm wanting to be the rescuer, that I'm pushing my beliefs on other people. I'm like, no, I'm the rescuer, I'm the salvation. Uh, I'm giving you salvation and I'm here to deliver 
all of the teachings that you do not want to hear, right? So it could also be very, very pushy in that sense and then to really feel into you what kind of aspect are you living by right now and is it the aspect that you want to live, yeah? So you are asking, so if we got that power, we also might transfer into that aspect. Yeah. <laughs> Everything you have can be used for good or bad. Just think about a knife. With a knife, you can stab someone, you can um, cut them, they can die. Quite bad, isn't it? But at the same time, you can also use a knife to make like the best and most nutritious sandwich. <laughs> yeah so there's always this polarity and this polarity needs to exist it needs to this is what our universe right now is in okay so yeah it's a little scary as you say but also without it you know if there were, would be no bad way there also would be no good way so it's really what we need um and now it's on you to, to just see what is aligned with me and what do I want to attract, integrate into my life. And does it feel good to, for example, use my powers um, in a manipulative way if you have been doing so, right? Maybe we're also not aware of it. But as we do this work, as we move closer to us, to our essence, and then also into the source to God, to universe, whatever you want to call that, and you will also see and recognize even more deeply what the aspect of you are that you do not want to live forth. If that makes sense. <laughs> All right. Are there any other questions? Otherwise, I'm going to end this here, and I would love to come on here more often. I really love these interactions. Like, this is what I'm living for. <laughs> Just talking to a screen is like, ugh, oh, or to a microphone or to a camera, but to really talk to you, really come into conversation. This is what my soul needs. <laughs> if we come back to the meaning of my, of my name, right? Um, yeah, this is very clean. Oh yeah, and also fairy queen, it really reminded me of this like um, fairy, forest fairy that lives within the trees, right? And then my last name comes into play, like Montrala, which basically means, yeah, nut, you know, the hull of a nut, um, but then also ties into this tree, so yeah well i know there are a lot of questions but you can always um message me your questions and be like tanya i would love for you to talk about this topic and then i'm going to come on here and you can listen to it and you can you know we can discuss to it yeah um oscar says start doing more lives then <laughs> well that's a beauty you do not have to start doing that you're already doing it just that you're here means um, that you're already having more lives because, you know, the, the universal law of one comes into play, that we are all one. And there's this beautiful video I have posted a couple weeks to months back, um, which means that you are me and I am you. 
And we're all experiencing different lives, but in the end, our source, our essence is the same. So the teachings that you're making is basically, I am learning them as well, or my soul, my higher self is learning them as well because we're tied together. And we're basically reincarnating into this universe as different people. Again, as, um, as Reza said, there's no time in this infinite space. Okay, so basically, within this infinite learning, we're all, it's so hard to explain, <laughs> but we're all living at the same time and the same moment, right? So an incarnation of me has lived, let's say, 1600s, another one in 1400, another one, you know, BC, whatever. Um, but within this universal, infinite space, they're all happening at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Reza also asked, what's the formula to understand the path of our life? That's a very big question, isn't it? I think um, that's definitely a topic for another time. But if I wouldn't say formula, but one aspect that's very, very good and big and will help you so much is to learn how to listen to your heart space, to open up your heart space, to really coming back into this um, energetic heart of yours because it's so much more potent, so much more powerful than your brain. And it's actually creating, once you have this coherent heart, it starts out to send this crazy energy outward and it actually has kind of like this this vortex around it that when you live from your heart, when you live in this bliss and this joy and this acceptance and this radiance and love, you will start to attract everything that comes with this energy, with this vibrance, will come to you. Yeah. But if you only start to listen to your um, to your brain as we have been taught, right? So I want you to get aware with it, and it's also not bad to use your mind at all, but it's mm, not helping you moving forward all the time. Okay, also here because it, there has been this energetic shift, shifting from the super masculine, um, kind of like toxic masculine, always moving forward, you need to do more, getting up, and you know, you know it, into the feminine more into heart okay okay so one last question <laughs> there's a question imagine i died my soul connected to the main source if we connect it means the journey is over um let me think about that okay so no <laughs> i wouldn't say so i wouldn't say so um you will connect to the main source when you die. Also, here's my opinion and, you know, all the things that I learned. So you can take it and form your own opinion because ultimately we do not know. Also, here we've been kind of like cut off from ultimate wisdom. I don't know if we have a new, <laughs> but we can have feelings about it, right? Um, but I've, the journey will only be over if we have learned and integrated everything. All the learnings that are to be made within our universe. So you can also think about there being unlimited universes and timelines. And 
every timeline, every universe in and of itself has its own teaching, has its own learning, and has its own soul, right? So only if that one soul has lived all the lifetimes, has lived all the experiences, has, has integrated all the learnings and teachings it needs to be to basically become God, become the infinite in and of itself, become the essence, the journey is over. How long does it take? I don't know. But you can guess. <laughs> you can take a guess. You basically needed to have lived. Um, also here, if we're living in the same reality, I don't know. <laughs> but how many years have there been now? A lot, right? Not only 2022, there have been so much more before. So basically we need, we have already lived through all of these. So it takes years, thousands, maybe millions of years to really integrate all the teachings and become one, become God, become the source, become the essence in our time span, timeline, right? But remember, once you are one, once you are with God, with the universe, there's no time. So how long does that take? I don't know. <laughs> It's a little bit of a brain fuck, isn't it? But I love these, mm, to explore these concepts. Yeah? But we connect to infinity, it means we have everything. Yeah. Right? And also there, it doesn't mean that we have a Lamborghini and we have the best houses and stuff like that. No. What does everything mean? All the teachings. All the love. You have basically become enlightened, right? And we do not become enlightened by just needing more stuff. By needing to be recognized by other people. It's all part of our human 3D reality. And there's nothing wrong with it. And maybe that's a teaching that you need to have on this planet, right? Maybe your ego center is activated, so you, you actually love big cars and nice houses and there's nothing wrong with them. Okay? <laughs> and then I question what does everything mean? I would say I'm gonna leave that up to you. <laughs> yeah, there's no material meaning to that really, is it? If you have everything. From, I mean, there are different definitions, I would say, right? There's this definition of like what having everything as a you, you know, having everything as Tanya, having everything as family, having everything as knowledge, having everything as love, as a sensual creature, as a knowing creature, as a wise creature, you know? So it's really, um, yeah, up for debate and up for definition here. <laughs> Okay, you guys, that was um, amazing and beautiful. And thank you so much for your questions. And let me know if there are any different topics that you want to discuss with me. And I love to bring them to you. Yeah, to have this discourse. <laughs> Reza, yes, you can say one last thing. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, but I really, really love to to come here, to talk to you. And this is what I do with my coaching clients all the time, right? <laughs> I just love it. And to really go into different perspectives and to really shift um, 
the points of view because that's all we need, all we want, right? We're so stuck in our little bubble, which is also helpful, again, polarity, which is also helpful, but then we tend to get stuck and not see what it is that we really, really mm, want and ultimately what we came on this planet here for, right? So I'm facilitating, I'm opening these like sacred circles um, to really question what it is, what you're pursuing, what you're striving for right now and really opening up to more love, more joy, more connection, sacredness, sensuality, sexuality with yourself, right? Because it's this path of the white um, tantra where it's like, leave your body, just be spiritual, no thoughts and stuff like that. But I'm, it's definitely, you know, it's nice and it has its place, but I'm more of like the red, um, you know, the red river, really moving your body, really feeling into kind of like incarnating in this wild woman and priestess and <laughs> working magic up here on this planet, okay? Instead of already wanting to be enlightened, um, which will come on its own. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, Reza. It was a really nice conference. Oof, it was a life. It was a little... Um, knowledge download here but yeah thank you so much um, again if there are any topics you would like to discuss with me or I bring to you let me know you can always message me and yeah I hope you have a super beautiful day and night ahead of you and I cannot wait to talk to you again very soon thank you as well <laughs> you know where to find me bye bye mm -hmm.